From Bentonville, the epicenter of retail's hometown, it's the Supplier Community Podcast, giving you 24-7 access to a community of emerging and experienced thought leaders in the retail space. Enjoy the show. Just as the current lockdown was ramping up, Matt Lawrence was lucky enough to snag a few minutes with Zachary Loans, Director of Social Media Marketing for Walmart. Zachary went from manager at a store in Iowa to a corporate executive in almost the blink of an eye. He created his own position after showing the home office how important it was that each store connect locally via Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok. Today, that connection is proving invaluable as managers can update store hours, product availability, and even maintain continuity between a retailing behemoth and an individual shopper. Zach also outlines how a supplier can get involved targeting stores individually. Listen up as Matt and Zach talk about the reality of Shopper. Hey, this is Matt Lawrence, and uh, welcome to the third installment of the Reality of Shopper Marketing series uh, from the Spire community. And today I have the cool opportunity of having Zach Lonis with me from Walmart. He's going to sit down and spend some time talking with me today. Hi, Zach. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. First of all, uh, we have to kind of talk about the elephant in the room. Um, COVID-19 is is uh, impacting all of us, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I know I'm at home right now. Um, I've got three kiddos that um, that are spending time at home, and we're learning how to be um, be teachers and and, mm-hmm. and do our, our homework at home. Um, are you at home as well today, this week, or or are you working? From- yeah, I'm at home as well. Um, just working from upstairs. Got a little little room, so letting the the kids run around downstairs, and then uh, you know it's nice to get to walk downstairs and have lunch with the family or just check in every now and again. So that's nice. That is- that is cool. I do like that. that. That's maybe a bonus of being able to be home, yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. I kind of like that. I've uh, have you been to the stores uh, recently, or are you or are you staying out at the stores? I haven't been to the store since this weekend. Um, I've honestly I've been on call twenty four seven, basically trying to make sure that we're doing the best we can to support the stores, getting the right kinds of information out to customers. Um, and just trying to to bridge that digital gap so that customers can look at a Facebook post or an Instagram and know what's happening in their store, their community, um, and just get the truth of things. Yeah. You know, that does talk, brings us straight to what, what you've been doing. Um, how, you know, first question, how has COVID-19 kind of changed your, your, your life right now? How's work going? Yeah, I think the biggest change is, of course, um, working from home. We usually, my team spends a lot of time in the stores connecting with the operators, creating content, um, doing trainings, all those kinds of things. We basically pause all of that. Um, That way we can all be essentially doing customer support for the operator. So, you know, we're doing 24-7 ability to reach out via email, through phone calls, however we can to answer questions um, or, again, just provide guidance around how to talk with their community. So stores can talk with their community about what they have in stock or just what's happening, what services are available. That's a, you know, that's a great point because I've been you know in, in traveling to the store and trying to get stuff supplies for my family. Yet you know, we know the big categories that are being hugely mm-hmm. impacted with you know paper products and and sanitary products and other kind of health pieces. Um, I, that's amazing. I didn't think about the idea that you guys can on a local level then be communicating out store by store to that community to say here's what we're doing, here's what we're doing to help and protect you. Here's what the status of whether it be in stocks or other products are. That's yeah. 
Yeah, and it, it helps to uh, answer a lot of questions just naturally. People asking like, you know, is my vision center open? Is the pharmacy open? What time does the store close? So it's a it's something that nationally a company wouldn't be able to do, but that local level with the stores, they can respond and give accurate information. That's neat. So what I was wanting to ask you about, and I've been kind of following you on LinkedIn because I love uh, what you're doing in, inside your group. So like as a as a title, you're director of social media marketing, but it sounds like you're you've got a group called local social the local social team, right? Yes, exactly. Can you tell me a little bit more in in a few seconds of kind of what the team's kind of mission is and how that came about, if you don't mind? Yeah, our our mission is to create human connections through digital platforms. That's what we're trying to do. So we equip the stores to be able to post content that's locally relevant to their customer and their community. We provide creative insights, creative direction, and technical support to do that. That's cool. I noticed, it seemed like a couple of years ago, early on, you were in the store and you just started doing that yourself and kind of did, hey, this is what I enjoy doing. It sounded like or looked like, and you started yeah. doing that and grew into it. Is that kind of yeah. the way it worked? Yeah, I, honestly, the story is my wife would show me things on Instagram that she wanted to buy or customer service that was happening through Instagram. And I started to realize she's buying so much through Instagram. Um, I, I started to wonder how many people are not shopping my store because they're on Instagram instead. So decided let's just meet the customer where they're at and uh, kind of took it by the reins and ran. That's neat. I love that. Um, so now you've got a team dedicated to connecting to with shoppers on a local level. I, there are a number of really uh, unique individuals out there. I love we are all so unique and different. Um, and it seems like that social platform allows for a lot of the store managers and, and store personnel to be themselves and have fun while kind of reaching out. Yeah. Um, I don't have, I cannot remember the name of the person now. There was one young, uh, one lady that I've seen that was hiding in different parts of the store and people were able to try to find her and, and do things like that. Um, yeah. There's a couple of others, Kenny B and Erica Llewellyn. I see all the time doing really, really great content. Yeah, I think it's interesting. You know, um, a lot of times we can think that at home office or from an agency or whatnot, we've got the most creative people and the best ideas. Um, but what we do with local is we essentially crowdsource marketing ideas and social media content from the front lines where they're connected with the customer. And we found that they have just as many amazing ideas and they're just as capable of making really cool content. It is awesome. And it's right there in the store. I love that. Yeah. That is so neat. Um, that is very cool. Um, do you mind uh, sharing um, a little bit of maybe of your journey um, at Walmart? If you didn't mind, um, I looking at your, your history on LinkedIn and stuff, it looks like you grew up in Ohio and spent a lot of time there, but you're now in Northwest Arkansas, right? Yes. Yeah, um, I did. I grew up in Ohio for the most part, um, went to University of Cincinnati, and then I actually started at Walmart. It was actually Sam's Club as a membership service desk cashier. Um, sold memberships to people from that desk and handled all the returns and all that good stuff at Sam's Club. And uh, honestly, I never thought that uh, I would be at Walmart. You know, here I am 12 years later, um, but I didn't even really think I'd be at Sam's Club or Walmart six months later. But I actually found uh, that the mission of Walmart has a lot in common with what I believe my purpose is, which is to just help people live the best life that they can. 
So yeah, I climbed up from cashier to a team leader, to an assistant manager, to a store manager, and started running the Facebook and Instagram in my store, like we talked about. And here I am doing social media at, in Northwest Arkansas. When I talk to most suppliers, when they reach out about what we're doing or the kind of work that we're doing on local, I think the most interesting thing that I can tell suppliers is that associate created content at that local level outperforms anything that's created nationally or comes from an agency. And so a really great way to get your products out there at that local level is to find essentially local advocates within the store who will talk about your messaging or to work through Walmart um, with the merchant teams or whatnot to try to advocate to get this kind of content created in the local stores. It'll drive sales. It'll be a unique message. And at the end of the day, human beings buy from other human beings that they know and trust. And Walmart associates in the local store, they're the friends, the family members, and the neighbors of the people in that community. So they're much more trustworthy than um, just a national influencer or celebrity or anything like that. That's a great point. Um, is there a way, are there ways for the supplier community to reach into Walmart and to your team and be able to have them develop that kind of content? Yeah, the best way is to reach out to their merchant. And the merchant can discuss with their category marketer um, who can come to us and talk through ideas or whatnot. And we are honestly working on a secondary way that could work through like Walmart media group or even through my team directly to help create some of these opportunities for um, merchants or people with items that they want to sell in the stores to connect directly with the stores or associates. That's fantastic. I didn't realize that that was something that you were working on. I know employee created content is generated content and, and created content is incredibly valuable. It's um, it's impactful in, the, in that community and around their peers. Yeah. And it would be amazing uh, for the supplier community to be able to reach in and, and have you help them develop that. And, and as you guys develop platforms or ways for them to uh, to do yeah. that, that's neat. Yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's a unique value proposition that Walmart offers because how many national companies the size of Walmart have a local store presence where they empower the local store managers to actually run the page, create the content and put all that stuff out there. So it's a unique value that we're, that we want to offer to more people and we just got to figure all that out. Yeah. Every store has their own Facebook page. So all 4,700 stores across the United States, you can go and check out their local Facebook page. We have over 600 stores that are on Instagram. So you could go check out the local Instagram page. And then we have just a really small handful. I, I think it's around like 30 or so stores that are on TikTok um, that just kind of organically have moved into that space and, and create a lot of fun content there. That's awesome. I laugh because I, I've tried desperately a number of times to, to get involved in TikTok and see what's going on there. And it feels like you either have to know how to dance, which I can too, or pick up some kind of uh, uh, a meme or something that's going on. So it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And it's, it was cool. You know, we, we have the Walmart TikTok, the Walmart national TikTok. One of our stores, there's a vision center manager named Tony. Um, and he basically decided to run a TikTok in his store and he's reaching, he's got um, some content out there, videos that reach over 3 million people on TikTok, just cause he's one of those creative people that you, you know, would most of the time get overlooked just cause there's not an outlet for him. But that's what I love about the program. It gives someone like Tony an outlet to reach his customers in a fun, unique way. So would you be willing to think about or share maybe 
anything you've learned on your journey inside the world's largest retailer and how to find your way and, and you know, when days aren't going well or, or when you have struggles, is there anything you might want to share that others could uh, can benefit from? Yeah, I think if I could go back, you know, 12 years and talk to myself, I think the number one lesson that I've said that I would say I've learned over the years is don't stop pushing, but be patient. Um, I, I went through periods in my career where I was afraid to speak up or I had an idea and I didn't want to, I didn't want to be that person. Um, and maybe even I was afraid of hearing no or being told you asked too many questions or stop speaking up. So I went through those periods where I wasn't pushing enough. And then I've also gone through those periods where I'm always asking questions and I'm pushing everything and, you know, and I get frustrated because we're not moving forward or there's an idea that's clearly good and everyone agrees it's a good idea, but it's not happening. And I push too hard. Um, so it's finding that I wish I could be better. And it's still something I'm working on being better at, you know, I need to speak up or we all need to speak up. We all need to share ideas because when we stop sharing ideas and asking questions, innovation dies and that's what causes companies to die. Um, so speak up and ask the questions, but be patient and understand that there's a process to make things happen. Um, so yeah, hopefully that, you know, that answers, but definitely wish I would have learned that patience versus pushing balance earlier in my career. I think the other thing that I've discovered and why I ended up staying at Walmart is don't take for granted the impact that you're making. A lot of times I would look at it as a cashier when I was stocking shelves and, you know, putting a can of soup up on the shelf that, you know, what difference am I making in the world? How do, how am I contributing to anything? Like anyone could do this, but I realized that, um, every individual matters when one person doesn't show up and they don't stock that can of soup or they cause the workload to back up or they don't smile at somebody or whatever it may be that you're, it, it just has repercussions that go on and on and on. So I think that's the other big lesson that I wish I could go back and tell myself right from the beginning is that the work you do matters. And it's not about um, like as transparent as I can be about it. It's not about the paycheck. It's not about what your boss says. If you get a bunch of accolades or whatnot, it's that at the end of the day, you can lay your head down and know that you gave it your all to help the people that were in front of you to live the best life they could, no matter what you're doing or where you're working. That's amazing. Yeah, I, you know, in, in this community here, we so so often, um, even outside of Walmart, are competing with other people, either su mm -hmm. one supplier competing with another supplier, or I'm at an agency and I can't talk to you because you're at another agency. And one of the things we're trying to do with this video series is kind of peel back behind all those facades and say, you know what, we're all people and um, we got to love each other and we've got to spend time um, helping each other. And of course, we have competitive issues and things going on. But I, I think you're hitting at the heart, too, of, of working hard every day and loving and helping other people. And you can make an impact and you can yeah. help someone else. Right. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's crazy. Um, I think we're all I hope we all figure this out um, mm -hmm. this week and everything that's going on with with COVID-19 and, and other things, you know, sometimes causes us to pause and say, you know what, I've been rushing and running. Um, let me stop and kind of take a little stock of what's going on in my life and be grateful um, and care for other people. And maybe that's what it's going to do for us. Yeah. Hopefully. So, I hope so. Um, that is great advice. Thank you for sharing that, man. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a couple other things I was wanting to do. Um, if you don't mind, look at my notes too, real quick. Yeah. Um, so I was going to, 
is, is it valuable for me to ask you um, about a Sam Walton quote and a story? Um, I wanted to get something that was relevant to you, relevant to Walmart. If you have a different spin on it, we do something different. Yeah, I, I've got a, a Sam Walton that I could I can share. <laughs> yeah, um, I bet you did. So wait, if you don't mind, tell us. Yeah, bring us uh, one of your favorite Sam Walton quotes. Um, yeah, I think one of my favorite Sam Walton quotes I really live by, and, and I don't remember the exact phrasing, but essentially he says that he believes that the great item merchants in our stores create a, a unique connection in each local community. And the day that we lose that connection, it's just bad news for Walmart. And I, I don't think that's just a Walmart thing. I think that's for any company. Um, and that's why I believe so much in this local social thing, platform is because Sam Walton would go to the stores. He would take a notepad and he would you know write notes down or he had a tape recorder that he used later. And he really believed in this idea of crowdsourcing great ideas and great marketing messages from your front line. And we basically are just trying to modernize that message. So I, I love that Sam would do that and set the bar. And I love that we can live that out in the modern world today. I absolutely love that. And I've heard a story of him flying around his plane and looking down and seeing an empty parking lot or something going on and just dropping down and saying, we're going to go figure out what ha what's happening in that community. Oh, yeah. I've heard them too. I, I've heard them. I don't know how if it is true, but I've uh, definitely heard those stories myself. So I so love okay. that, though. I so yeah. love that. And, and that quote goes along so perfectly with your with your kind of mission right now and what you're championing. Um, I saw a video earlier on LinkedIn. That, um, uh, it was kind of a thank you video. Um, and it was it was pulling out the quote from him of individuals don't win, teams do. And mm -hmm. you and a bunch of other people were in it. And it's the it's the Walmart community telling people at home base, people on the on the front lines, people that are restocking. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing for me. Thank you for what you're doing for our communities. I, I thought it was powerful and I enjoyed seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, that's what I love about Walmart is we're family, whether we work in the same store or across the country, we're all there for each other. Totally. So we've got a couple of minutes. Um, I, I, what I've, I've tried to do last week, uh, I was with a friend that was at uh, Kraft Heinz before. And since we were together, I did a, a, a catch up thing. It was fun. We did some kind of games and playing. We can't quite do that since we're over virtual. Um, but do you mind if uh, to finish up, could I do like a, tw a 20 questions or something fun yeah. with you? Let's try it. Okay. No. Cool, let's try it. We'll do that, Zach. That'd be fun. Okay, so I'll set the timer and uh, we'll do a minute or two and I'll see if we can get through some of these fun questions and just tell me what you think, okay? And then pass right. if you don't want to answer it. <laughs> so first question. Okay, first question. What's your favorite type of food? Pizza, for sure. I like pizza. What color is your toothbrush? Blue. Is it blue? Okay. You got a blue yes, toothbrush. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any pets? I have two dogs, Dorian and Sophie, just little dogs. Okay. So they're in there. They stay inside. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you could be any kind of animal, what kind of animal would you be? Oh man, that's, that's a hard one. Maybe like, a shark. And I say that because I'm like, I'm terrified of the deep ocean and unknown and it would uh, push me into an uncomfortable place, but I'd still be like the alpha predator. So I wouldn't have to be too scared. I think it would make me feel better too. I'd be like, I can eat anything that's out here. We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, it, it um, is there something that's on your bucket list that you you really would love to accomplish? I really want to go to Israel. Um, I study Jewish studies in college and it's just really close to my heart and I've not got to get out there yet. So definitely got to go. 
That's that's awesome. I um I went in junior high one time uh, with a, a, some friends that lived there um, mm-hmm. that we knew at church, and uh, it was an amazing experience. I absolutely mm-hmm. adored it. So it was really cool. And I saw that when I was looking at your history um, and the Jewish studies in college. So that that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite uh, What's your favorite hobby or thing to do when you're not at work? Um, a lot of times I go out with my wife and she does photography, so she'll take pictures or I'll try to take pictures. So that's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I also like skating. I grew up as a skater and I'll still watch skate videos or try to put on my skates and act like I'm not, you know, too old to do it. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. Hey, um, something else I know is important to you. You, you talked about before online. What's a, what's a, a good book that you've been reading right now? I know you read a lot. Yeah. Um, two books, if you don't mind, the first one is called a blueprint for revolution. Finished that just a couple of weeks ago and it was a uh, mind changing new perspective on how to lead through change, especially. And, uh, funny enough, I'm just started another book. It's called, um, the, what is it? The, the day the revolution began, I believe by NT Wright. And it's my pre Easter reading about, you know, Jesus and the way that Jesus was as a revolutionary changing the world. So two books. <laughs> I love it. Okay. We'll put those both down. And I love NT Wright. I, I read a lot of his stuff. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, those are my questions that we had there. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to share? Anything else you want to cover? If not, we'll, um, I will uh, end up thanking you for your time. Do you have anything, Zach? The only thing I would say is just uh, last words of advice is, like I said, ask a lot of questions. It's not about who knows all the answers. That's not what gets you where you want to be in your career and life or any of that stuff. It's about who asks the best questions to open up new spectrums of thought. So it's what I try to live by. I love it. Thank you for that advice. Thank you for spending some time with me. Um, I've been watching from afar all the the amazing things that you've been trying to accomplish, your team and Walmart. And um, thank you for everything that you guys are doing for us. And I know that you're all very busy right now during a a difficult time. So um, thank you. And I wish your family uh, the very best this week. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity and hopefully someone finds this helpful. That's it for today's edition of the Supplier Community Podcast. Join us in the coming weeks for more insightful conversations with industry experts. And for more information, visit our website, supplier.community. We bring you the experts. You've been listening to another episode of the Supplier Community Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get in touch with us, any of our experts, or to be featured as a Supplier Community expert, reach out to amanda at supplier.community.